Hello everyone and welcome back to the LGBTQ plus chat with Xavier Pena. I am your host, Xavier Pena, and this is episode two. This is our first official episode of the podcast. Woo! Pride Month is well underway due to the everlasting uh, pandemic that is spreading throughout the globe right now. Uh, with COVID-19. Unfortunately, a lot of Pride celebrations have been cancelled, which is perfectly fine because, you know, the internet is savvy like that, and we have opted to make our own events. Um, One event that I can point you in the direction of if you are interested in celebrating Pride virtually is Virtual Pride 2K20 on Instagram. They're doing a bunch of different events throughout the month of june for pride month uh if you're interested in any of that go over to their instagram page and check them out the organizers for the event have done a phenomenal job with organizing everything and making sure everything was up to par and making sure that people are well informed and making it as close to a real pride event as possible and it's admirable to see the dedication despite the circumstances Regardless, you saw the title, you know what we're here to talk about today. Today we're going to be talking about a topic that I'm actually very, very passionate about because all of the conversations I hear about it are incorrect solely because people are confused about what they're talking about. So I'm going to clear it up today. Now the topic we're talking about today is gender versus sex. Now what does that mean exactly? Well... In my opinion, those two terms get confused a lot, both in the trans community and both people who criticize the trans community. They get those two terms mixed up a lot, which ends up hurting their argument in the long run because they are talking about the wrong thing. And I'll explain it right now. First of all, what are the terms gender and sex, and how are they different? Well, first of all, sex refers to the biological differences between males and females, such as the genitalia or genetic differences. So it's literally, when you were born, it is what the doctor assigned to you based on your genitalia. So you are, so when you are born, male or female. Or if you're an intersex person, then obviously your labels are a little bit different, but Generally, sex means sex is denoting of male or female. But with gender, gender is a little bit more complex to define, but it basically refers to the role of a male or female in society, known as a gender role or an individual's concept of themselves or gender identity. So it basically means... So gender is basically like a social construct or like a role you've assigned yourself based on your sex, whether that is whether you choose to identify with your uh, birth sex or not. It is a role that you've assigned yourself. It's not something that is given to you like sex is. And here's why people get these terms confused a lot, which understandably so they can be. There's a lot of overlap, and it can be very confusing sometimes. But I'll explain it very briefly here so you understand. The main argument that I hear a lot of people talk about, especially when they're trying to discredit the trans community, is there are only two genders, or you are there. There are only two genders, or you can't change your gender. And it's like, um, that argument a is not true. And B, they're trying to say there are only two sexes, and you can't change your sex, but also that is incorrect, because we have HRT, and we have surgeries that allow you to change your sex, so that's not true either. I feel like people are very misinformed about like what transitioning actually means for certain people, because depending on your level of availability and how you feel comfortable you can choose to fully transition or not but that's completely up to you that is not 
a decision somebody can place upon you or decide that you're not allowed to do, that is completely up to you. Now, with the concept of gender, a lot of people like to say that that you can either be a male or a female in society, which, no, that's just not true either. Because me, myself, I am a gender non-conforming person. I know several people who are gender non-conforming, and we're perfectly fine. It's just people make such a big deal about it because they don't understand it. Like, I'm pretty sure somebody who's listening to this has heard the age-old argument against non-binary folk of like the them pronouns are plural so i'm not gonna use it and it's like or like because it's not grammatically correct or whatever and to that i say very convenient excuse to be an ignorant asshole just saying i'm just saying like if you're purposefully going out of your way to misgender someone or like not use their preferred pronouns because it's quote-unquote too difficult for you then no you're, you're you're being an asshole that is not something that's very difficult i'm asking you to change literally two words in your vocabulary that's it done like it's it's really not that hard also, when it comes to the trans community, people will like to say that, like, um, that there's, like, an age limit on when you can start talking about these things, which, to a certain degree, I can understand, because, like, I'm not gonna, because, like, obviously you introduce these topics to younger kids because you want them to understand from a young age that these things are okay. You don't want them to grow up thinking that, oh, these things are not okay just because like i've never talked about them that is something you want to avoid at all costs but my under my stance on it like i've thought about it a while and my stance on it now is that if you want to introduce your kids to the topic of transgender or transsexual or anything like that then you can do it as early as you want but we should start talking about it in depth around secondary school or middle school because in secondary school or middle school that's when you learn about like that's when you start health class and you learn about like reproduction and puberty and all this other stuff so that would be the appropriate time to bring that up because you are like just about you're about to start getting into puberty. You're about to start figuring things out. So, like, that's when you bring it up and say, like, hey, if anybody's feeling like this, then now is the time to talk about it. Because now this is the important time where, like, this can actually impact your life if you choose to do so or not. But, of course, that's a conversation to have between a child and a parent. I'm mainly saying that, like, in the education system, we bring it up in case there are somebody, there are people out there that are very very much questioning but they might be afraid or they might be misinformed because there are no educational tools that they can use like at their disposal so like introducing it in school would be super simple and it would give them direct access to the information that they might not even know that they needed um another thing i wanted to talk about and this isn't really as big of an issue as uh people who aren't in the community can identify with but for people in the community i'm pretty sure you've heard this argument once or twice before and i don't know why it started but i don't i need it to stop because it's a very stupid argument which is should non-binary people be included in the trans community now first of all if you've ever seen the the trans pride flag before, then you'll know what the trans pride flag looks like. The trans pride flag. You know what it looks like. The blue stripes, top and bottom, then the pink right under it, and then the white stripe in the middle. That is the, that is the trans pride flag. Now, if you don't understand what those stripes mean, I will explain it to you. The blue stripe is for trans men. The pink stripe for trans women and the white stripe in the middle which is you know people often look this over but there's a white stripe in the middle that is for gender non-conforming people 
because they are also considered trans. Because trans because transgender just means that you do not identify with your you do not identify with the gender role you were given at birth. You like that's literally all transgender means. Because that's another definition people get get mixed up: transgender and transsexual. Because trans men and trans women are transsexual, and transgender people, I mean, and non-binary or non-gender or gender non-conforming people are transgendered people. And that's something that people often forget because I don't know why people suddenly decided that transsexual is like an outdated term when it's not. That's like a medical term. That's also like that label is assigned to you around the same time that you are diagnosed with gender dysphoria. It Transsexual means that like you... Okay, like, transsexual refers to the sex, right? Like, you are transferring from one sex to the other. Transgender just means that, like, your gender role in society is different from what people would often think naturally. So, like, if you are masculine presenting, people would think, like, oh, he's, like, like, oh, they're a dude. Or, like, or if you're feminine presenting, they would think, oh, they're a girl. Like, and then transgender just means that, like, I might be masculine presenting or feminine presenting, but I am either opposite or i don't identify with any of the binaries you know that that thing and i've heard a lot of discourse within the trans community about like whether non-binary people should be considered trans um especially with like transsexual people or like trans men and trans women um have like openly criticized transgender people for like making it sound quote-unquote trendy or like quote-unquote this is just like a phase for people and then they get over it and i don't agree with that at all because i feel like it's super disingenuous and you're also taking away from the experiences that are not so different from your experience like people who are quote-unquote like like uh, i don't know how to describe this correctly like people who are transsexual often view gender non-conforming individuals as like a caricature of transsexual people and they often feel like we're like making a joke of them or something like that when that's not the case at all in fact like to say that just like discredits all of the gender dysphoria and all the confusion that gender non-conforming people actually go through because believe it or not gender non-conforming people can have gender dysphoria that's actually like the whole point of being trans believe it or not you know like if you've ever sat down and questioned like am i a guy or am i a girl or like am i neither like then you've had some form of gender dysphoria whether you've been medically diagnosed or not that is like you've had some point in time questioned who you are and that is a very scary thing to go through like that's what people don't understand when they try to try to discredit uh the trans community which is they don't understand the level of confusion and the level of fear and the level of of just constant like what am i doing going through your brain until you figure out your label and it can go on for months, years. It all depends on the individual. But depending on how long it can go on, like it can be very, very overwhelming. And it can be exhausting. And people don't understand that. Because they don't understand what it is that they're dealing with. And that's perfectly fine. You don't have to understand every aspect of it to understand that this is a real thing. It's a scary thing. And we should acknowledge it as such. It's very, it's a very simple concept, is what I'm saying. Anyway, another thing that I wanted to talk about, very, very quickly, is this thing, because I brought up gender dysphoria. And a lot of people think that if you are transgender, you can, you, like, people think that you can be transgender without gender dysphoria and i agree slightly 
I agree in the terms of like you haven't been medically diagnosed, but like you have sat down and asked yourself questions that align with being gender dysphoric, right? But like I do not agree with the stance that people are taking that like you can have absolutely zero questioning. Like you've you've never questioned yourself at all. But then like as you grew up, you 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 were just like, no, I'm like, no, I'm I'm not I'm not a male or I'm not a female or I'm different or whatever, or whichever whatever label you decide. But you've never had a point in time where like you sat down and you questioned yourself. Then I don't agree with that because that also discredits like, like I said, it also discredits the amount of like mental strain you put yourself on not i'm not saying that it's like on purpose or anything because obviously like we didn't we didn't choose this but i'm saying that like saying that you've never once questioned yourself but like you like you just know that you're trans is it sounds weird to me because like all the trans people that i've talked to have told me that like for years they've had moments in their life where they'll like look at themselves in the mirror or like they'll wear an outfit or they'll wear they'll wear like a piece of clothing or they'll like do a certain activity and they'll just be like this is wrong i don't like this this is weird i know i don't like it and then they'll do something that aligns with their identity and they'll feel amazing they'll be like yes this feels so much better this this actually feels natural and this is what i like this is what it's supposed to feel like and people often forget that so yeah, I don't know. I find that weird, but I also kind of get it. It's it's weird. It's a weird bag of worms, but we'll leave it at that. Another thing that I wanted to talk about very, 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 very quickly is that gender topics are not talked about enough. There is not enough information readily available to have open dialogue with people. Because a lot of people like to insist that, like, oh, when whenever I bring up gender topics, like, you never want to discuss things because, like, it's weird or whatever. And it's like, yes, it's weird because you don't know what you're talking about when you address me. Because a lot of people, like, come from a place of ignorance. A lot of people say, like, oh, how could you be gendered Or how could you be transsexual or anything like that? Like, how, like, what goes into that? And it's like... A lot of people, like, some people are respectful about it. They'll, they'll be like, no, I'm generally asking. I'm not trying to make fun of you or anything. Like, I'm, I'm honestly, I want to know. And then there are other people that use it as like, a, oh, look at you. You're just being, you're just being confusing and you're trying to change everything. It's like, no, this has been a thing for thousands of years if you paid attention. But no, it's just now that we're being vocal about it because now we can be vocal about it. Before, not so much. Um... The other thing that I wanted to talk about is the fact that during Pride Month, uh, this might be just me, uh, I'm not sure if this is like a bunch of people or if it's just me, but for me, like, during Pride Month, uh, it often feels weird to be part of the conversation but like still kind of hide from people where it's like um i want i know what i i know what i want to do but i don't have like the resources readily available to me to do it so often things get confused or any or, or something like that so it often feels a little overwhelming um yeah uh, another thing I want to talk about, since we're, since we're on the topic of trans, this is something else I want to talk about. I want to talk about HRT and surgeries, because people often talk about these things as if they're dangerous, or something like that. Here's, here's what I'll say about it. Number one, do not, and I repeat this, because I've seen people do this, do not do this. Do not, under any circumstances, place a child 
under the age of like 15 maybe 16 but that's pushing it too do not put a child through hrt they have not gone through puberty yet and that is extremely damaging to their body do not do it hrt stands for hormone replacement therapy when you are a child your hormones are very very much imbalanced even more so when you're going through puberty but hrt is what you use in order to better align with your gender identity or your sexual identity or your yes your gender identity and people often think that hrt is su- is like a super simple thing like I, oh i take it for like a few months and then that's it no literally the words it's literally in the title hormone replacement therapy this is like a year-long process it might it, in some cases it's longer but f- like on average it's a year-long process where you either take testosterone if you are a trans male or estrogen if you are trans female or if you're gender non-conforming you pick whichever one you feel more comfortable with or the one that you feel would better help you feel more aligned with your identity now with T we've all seen uh, if you if you've been in the trans community for a while you know what T shots look like and you know that they are not the easiest thing to deal with especially at the beginning because the because as long as HRT is the changes actually kind of happen very very quickly like relatively speaking you you'll start to see changes like two to three months in already um out of an entire year process and like i the the main side effects that i've seen from like tea or like from like testosterone shots is like you're uh like once you take it you are like super super hungry for like an hour or maybe even longer like i just seen a lot of people like they've that that have taken tea that like oh i just took my tea shot and i'm now i'm starving like i'm really 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 hungry and uh a lot of and another side effect i've seen is that like testosterone can make you like a little bit more irritable like a little bit more aggressive just because like uh you know like because you're it's like because your body is getting used to it so now your body is like trying to like conform to like having this new thing in it so you your mood can fluctuate a little bit and then with estrogen i've seen that like estrogen is uh pretty much the same as tea like the the effects are not like immediate but like you you'll you'll notice them after a few months like it's not it, it doesn't take a year for you to finally start seeing progress like you'll start to see it pretty quickly um, and I don't know a lot about estrogen to give a, like, solid example of what it looks like. I've only seen a few examples of... And one thing that I I did notice about estrogen that I didn't know was a thing until I looked it up after I saw this video. But I was scrolling on TikTok and I came across this trans woman who uh, was recording herself uh laying in bed in pain because uh because estrogen uh were giving her was giving her cramps as in like to simulate uh period pain and i didn't know that was a thing i didn't know that like uh trans women could experience like well obviously like trans women aren't going to like experience like point for point what a period is like for a cis woman but i i didn't know that like a trans woman could like experience the same symptoms like cramps and bloating and pain and all those other things until i looked it up and there were several trans women that's like oh yeah no yeah this is a thing and it sucks and like that's the thing that females always tell you like whenever cis men complain about women on their periods it's like don't complain you have no idea what it's like it's hell it's literally hell like don't don't complain it's 
You are not dealing with it. I have to deal with it. It's my body. Shut up. Anyway. Um, yeah, HRT is a very good thing. But it's also very dangerous if you do it at the wrong age. So just please be careful when you're doing that. Just don't do things for the sake of doing it. Because then that can lead to very big problems. Just, just be careful. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Be careful. Anyway. And then with uh, surgeries. This is another thing that I didn't know about uh, surgeries. I The names of the surgeries escape me at the moment. Uh, but the relative term for both of them, for both male and females, are top and bottom surgery. So I'm just going to refer to them as top and bottom surgery because the names escape me completely at the moment. But the one thing I didn't know until I looked into it was that... Uh, when it comes to, uh, getting top and bottom surgery, you can actually, like, pick and choose what you want your body to look like afterwards, or, like, you can, like, pick and choose, like, what you want the doctor to do, like, especially for, uh, for top surgery, you can pick... You can tell them, like, where you want things to end up. Like, where you... Like, do you want them... Like, where, like, what do you want them to look like? How high? How low? All these other things. And... You can... It's basically, like... Like, customizing your own body. Basically. Because... Uh, a lot of trans people that I've seen... Like, on TikTok or anything like that... Have said that, like... When you're going in for top surgery... Um... Ask the doctor a bunch of questions, like, and, and tell them, like, everything down to the detail of, like, what you want to do, and they'll do it for you. Um, because it's, because they're, like, actually very diligent when it comes to top surgery and bottom surgery, because, you know, it's somebody's body. I mean, I'm granted, I'm not going to say that, like, no mistakes ever happen, because obviously they do, sometimes. You know, it just depends. But for the most part, uh, people, you know, well... Uh, do your, um, they'll, like, adhere to, like, what you want, basically. That's what I was, like, my mind went blank for a second. My bad. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about was bottom surgery, which is something that I didn't research until very, very recently, because, um, I was never really interested in the topic of bottom surgery, but then recently I started, like, uh, thinking about it, so I was like, I'm curious, like, what, 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 what is the process like for, for bottom surgery, and I looked into it, and it's very, very extensive, now, granted, I only looked for, I only looked at articles pertaining to trans women bottom surgery so unfortunately i do not have information for trans men bottom surgery but for the trans women bottom surgery this is what i read and it's actually very very interesting there was this woman who talked about her experience with uh transitioning and how when she wants to go get bottom surgery um, the doctor basically asked her to tell her, like, what do you want this to look like? And you can, and based on what I read, you can literally, like, pick and choose, like, what you want your vagina to do, basically. Like, the doctor asked her, like, oh, do you want, like, what, like, what is... What are you mainly going to use it for? Like, is it just going to be for, you know, like, just, like, normal everyday things? Or, like, are you looking to be sexually active? Like, what, like, what are you looking for? And, like, she responded with, like, just give me everything. I want, I want it all. I want to be, like, fully... I want everything. And uh, this goes into the topic of, like... This, this goes into a topic we'll talk about later in the week. But, um... I find it very fascinating that uh, surgery and medicine have evolved this much where you have those options. Granted, they're very expensive, uh, 
but like you have the options of like if you are trans and you feel in your heart of hearts that transitioning and getting surgery is like the way to go then you can go and do that that is available to you and i find that incredibly amazing it's insane uh now that we since we're talking about the trans community at the moment let's take a moment and talk about the main symbol of the trans community which is the trans pride flag uh the trans pride you know we we all know what the trans pride flag looks like you know the blue the two blue stripes on the top and the bottom followed by the pink and then the one white in the middle now for those of you who don't know the transgender pride flag was created by an American trans woman, Monica Helms, in 1999, and was first shown at a pride parade in Phoenix, Arizona, United States, in 2000. The flag represents the transgender community and consists of five horizontal stripes, two light blue, two pinks, and one white in the center. Helms describes the meaning of the transgender pride flag as follows. The stripes at the top and bottom are light blue, the traditional color for baby boys. The stripes next to them are pink, the traditional color for baby girls. The stripe in the middle is white for those who are transitioning or consider themselves having a neutral or, unident- or undefined gender. So yes, that definition has since evolved to mean... Um, yeah, that, that definition has since evolved to mean trans men, trans women, and gender non-conforming individuals. And yes... I love this flag for a multitude of reasons. Uh, last year, before I even came out as a uh, gender fluid, I was watching this Netflix show. And if you have Netflix and you have not watched the show that I'm about to say, I highly recommend you do. It is such a good show and it does such a good job with representation and I love it so much. I'm actually going to rewatch it at some point this week because I haven't seen it in over a year and I really, really miss it. It's called Tales of the City. It is on Netflix and it is about... I forget her name at the moment. I forget all the characters' names at the moment. But it's about this old woman who lives in San Francisco and owns this house where every single resident of that house is in the LGBTQ plus community in some way or form. Like, there is a... Like, one of the residents is um, a gay man, and he's in a couple, and they live together up there in that house. Another couple is... Actually, no. Another, the other person, played by um, Ellen Page is uh pansexual in the show there's another couple um where one of them is trans the other one is a lesbian um and things like that it's a very 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 inclusive show but the reason that uh the trans flag stuck with me so much is that i won't give away any spoilers for the episode itself because I won't, because I want you guys to experience it firsthand and understand like how important the story is. But the one thing I will say, because it's not a spoiler, it's an actual like historic event. So if you don't know about it, then uh, just research it, and you'll have, and you'll already know what it is when you go to watch the show. Which is, I want you all to Google Compton's Cafeteria in San Francisco. That was a very big moment in trans politics in the 60s in San Francisco for a multitude of reasons. And Tales of the City does this thing at the end of every episode where it shows a flash of the pride flag um, after every single episode. And... Episode 8 in particular, um, again, I won't spoil the details, but episode 8 in particular, that episode ends with the flash of the trans flag. 
And ever since I saw that episode, for some reason, that flag has stuck with me. And I never understood why until I started looking into my identity and thinking like, oh yeah, no, yeah, no, this, me, no, yeah, okay, cool, yeah, that, this is a thing that's happening now. So, and there's, here's another thing I want to talk about in regards to this whole, this whole conversation. Is that people often think that questioning yourself is a bad thing or too much work or anything like that but i i'm here like let me tell you something very very honestly exploring yourself and finding out who you are is without a doubt like one of the most rewarding things you could possibly do for yourself because if you've ever had a moment in your life no matter how small no matter how trivial it may seem to you but if you've ever had a moment where you've sat down and looked at yourself like in a mirror or something and thought to yourself like what if then i encourage you go deeper don't say what if say i am what does that mean and go from there because if you are questioning and you want to figure it out, then you have to embrace it. You have to embrace that it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be weird. It's going to be confusing. And that's fine. It's supposed to be confusing. Figuring yourself out is never going to be easy. There's no roadmap of your life that's going to point the way for you. That's not a thing. It's never going to happen. Don't expect it because it's never going to come. Trust me when I say figure yourself out at your own pace, but don't figure yourself out it will feel amazing when you finally get there and you realize yeah i'm I'm surprised i didn't do this earlier this makes perfect sense now now that i've actually gone through and done it i promise you you will not regret it it's it's amazing just do it now the other thing i want to talk about is the people in the trans community who honestly think that being non-binary is an issue Yes, you heard me right. There are a lot of people in the trans community who think that being gender non-conforming is an issue and and actually hurts the trans community. And to this I say, no, that's just flat out incorrect. That's just not true at all. And it was it's like I said earlier where like a lot of people think that like there's one right way to be trans. And if you're not the correct way to be trans, then you're like you're making a mockery of the community or whatever. And it's like, no, we're not. Because again, you saying that you're doing you're you're doing to us what the majority of society has done to you for decades, which is belittle you and think that you're crazy or you don't know what you're talking about. When in reality, you know exactly what you're talking about and you are valid, just like we are. Just because our experience differs from yours does not mean that we are wrong or we are making fun of you. That is just ignorant and that is incorrect. Do not do that to people. Just don't do that. Because, like, what is the point of denying somebody their experience when it differs from yours? Because, obviously, my experience is not yours. My experience is going to look different from yours. And that's perfectly fine. Who cares? Like, not every one experience is going to be one-to-one. It's going to be a little different for everybody. And that's perfectly okay. Like, it doesn't have to match up all the time. Um, but one thing I will say, one thing I will say, is that th- there was this term that I, that I was introduced to very, very, very recently that I don't agree with in the slightest. And if you do this to people... Maybe reevaluate yourself because I don't, I don't see where the logic is in this one. But uh, this has been a thing for a while, and I don't understand it at all. Which is the term like transmedical? I think is the term for it. I forget at the at the moment. I think the term for it was like like transmedical. Where, like, basically, like, there's a section of the trans community who have labeled other trans people as, like, incorrect because people believe that there's a medical reason for being trans, which there is. It's called gender dysphoria. 
there are people who like honestly believe that you don't that there is no medical basis for being trans which is just no that's yes there is there's count there have been countless studies proving medically that trans people are a real thing so to say that there is no medical re, like medical reasoning behind being trans is just not true and that it, it discredits years and years and years of research that has gone into figuring out trans people and figuring out like the nuances of being of having gender dysphoria and have and being trans like to say that there is no medical fa- backing to being trans is just not true like to say that is just being disingenuous completely and i don't agree with it at all so like just i don't know where that term came from but like i don't want to hear it ever again i heard it like twice and i was immediately just like what in the hell is this what are you talking about you are what no stop it um uh, another thing that I want to talk about very quickly, and this is something that has been a topic for a while, but I want to touch on it here just because I want people to understand that this misconception is very, very, very wrong, and I don't agree with it at all, which is that a lot of people treat trans people as predators, and... Let me let me just say something very 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 quickly. If you're gonna treat somebody as a predator, simply because they want to live their life as comfortably as possible, that says way more about yourself than it does about the person who's just trying to live their life. I'm just gonna flat out say that, okay? If you are so bothered by the existence, the mere existence of a trans person, that you have to label them as a predator. For no other reason other than the fact that they're different from you is mind-blowing to me. The fact that you have that mental... Whoops. The fact that you have that mental, like, stamina to do that sort of thing is just mind-blowing to me. It's ridiculous. Like, this constant argument that people have with trans people is that, like... They shouldn't be allowed to use the bathroom of their of their like preferred gender. It's like literally, it's a bathroom. It, it's a bathroom. What do you use the bathroom for? I go into the stall or the uni- urinal. I u- I do my business. I wash my hands, and I leave. That is it. Like the like the 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 argument people use is like oh they're using it to like as an excuse and it's like no people who do stupid shit in bathrooms are gonna do stupid shit in bathrooms regardless of gender identity like just because I'm trans does not mean that I'm automatically there just to spy on you or whatever the hell you think I'm doing here no I have to use the bathroom that is it it's not. It's literally not any deeper than that. You were looking for something that doesn't exist. Because it's not there. Oh, that that argument annoys me so much. And then it's like... And then you always have those people who, like, threaten violence against trans people who use, like, their preferred bathroom. When it's like... The whole point of being trans is that, like, you've probably used the bathroom with trans people and have no idea. You know why? Because... It doesn't matter. It's a bathroom. You're not going in the bathroom and looking at people's junk. And if you are, then you're the problem, not them. You're the fucking weirdo. I'm here to use the bathroom. What are you staring at my thing for? Go stick to your business. Jeez. That that uh, that, that argument just annoys me so much. Like, even just talking about it is just uh. Anyway. Um, yeah, with, with this whole, with this whole, um, sorry, I keep, uh, clearing my nose. Um, with this whole 
our um what this whole discussion is leading up to basically is there's this other thing that i'm gonna touch on very 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 quickly because i don't want to harp on it too long just because like like the bathroom argument this argument exhausts me and it's that several states in the united in, in america have made it so that trans people can be excluded from things like places of business or from various places solely on the basis that they're trans. Like, it basically comes down to the point of, like, you have to... Like, if you out yourself as trans, you basically just doomed yourself completely. Which is just, I find, to be ridiculous. Especially when it comes to the hiring process where if you are going in for like a job interview or something right and you have a wonderful resume you have good references all these other things and they really like you but they find out you're trans and they don't hire you solely because you're trans like that's bullshit because what does my work experience have to do with me just being me what the hell that has no correlation whatsoever just because i'm not what you thought i was does not mean that like i'm any less competent and any less capable of doing this job because obviously i am because obviously you still liked my my abilities and you still liked my credentials and everything like that so I don't agree with that argument at all, but it's an argument a lot of people make. I don't like it, especially when it comes to the courts where they're making this like a law where like people are like allowed to do this just cause, and like we can't really fight them on it at all. Which is just no, I don't, I don't like that. Why would you do this? Why would you willingly put people through this for what? It's like just for. Just for you to feel, like, superior to them? Just for you to, like, belittle them even more than they already are? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what service does that provide to you? I don't get it. Alright, to close out this episode of the podcast for today, I will say this. Is that being trans is, without a doubt, one of the hardest parts of the community as a whole simply because of all of the things that trans people have had to struggle through with misinformation and misconceptions and people judging them unfairly based on something that they really do not have any control over because believe it or not you do not choose to be trans you don't as much as people like to believe that being trans is like oh it's just it's trendy you're doing it to be cool no i wouldn't wish being trans on my worst enemy granted being trans is a beautiful thing it is a wonderful thing that once you figure it out and you start on that journey once you get to the end it feels amazing it feels wonderful to finally be comfortable in your own skin do not get me wrong i'm not discrediting that at all because i myself am transgendered and i find it to be super relieving that i finally figured it out after like 18 years of questioning but what i will say is that like do not discredit trans people on the basis of them wanting to be who they are they did not choose to be this way. You do not get to belittle them because they are different from you. And you do not get to judge them because they want to be comfortable. Just because you are cisgendered and you have no idea what gender dysphoria feels like does not give you the right to demean us solely on the basis of you don't know any better. You need to learn more. You need to be well educated and you need to think before you act. Because the, what you say and what you do to people can affect them immensely. And even if you don't realize that as you're doing it, that doesn't give you the right to do it. Ignorance is not a pass. Like, if you break a law and you didn't know that that law existed, that doesn't mean you didn't break it. That just means you didn't know about it. You are still, you still need to be held responsible because you did something bad. So please, if you're going to take anything away from this entire conversation, take away this. Trans people have fought very, very hard in this country to be heard and to be recognized. Do not demean their journeys and their experiences 
because you don't know any better. And if you have questions, ask them honestly. Don't ask them sarcastically. Don't be bitter about it. Don't be sarcastic about it. And don't discredit. Ask honest questions because you honestly want to know the answers. Do not give other people a hard time just because you don't know how to approach this complex issue that has many layers if you decide to look for them there the layers are there i promise you they are just you know food for thought that is what i'm saying but thank you all so very much for listening to another episode of lgbtq plus chat um i am having a lot of fun with these and i will continue to do them for the entire month like i said on twitter yesterday the entire month there will be one one show a day and it'll be a different topic and it'll be amazing it'll be fun it'll be it'll be great it'll be awesome tomorrow's topic is finally the one that i am most versed in which is pansexuality more specifically pansexuality versus bisexuality and why they are not the same thing but I won't get into that now because that is for tomorrow. That's for tomorrow. Regardless, I appreciate you all for for listening. I hope you are all having a wonderful Pride Month, despite the pandemic and despite the protests that are going on. Reminder, in regards to the protests, reminder: speak up, don't be silent. Sign the protest. Sign the petitions. Donate if you can. And if you are able to, go out and protest. Make your voice be heard. Don't let, don't let the American government silence us because they don't know how to handle us. Kind Like, I didn't mean for that message to connect between those two topics like that, but it's, it's a fitting, it's a fitting sentiment to have, especially with this situation. Don't let our voices be silent. Because they do, they can't understand us. Because they, ref- they refuse to understand us. So go out there. Make a difference. Let your voice be heard. And we'll get through this together. We got this. And again, thank you all so much for listening. And I will see all you wonderful, wonderful, wonderful gay babies tomorrow. <laughs>